Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. Jeff Johnson will be live from upstairs studio um, in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico. I just threw that honey thing in there. Um, you had to listen to a previous episode to get it. It didn't really work. I didn't say it as good as Rebecca does. But uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, here we are. I'm with uh, Rachel and Rebecca again. How are you both doing? I'm fantastic. Well, well, that's good. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering, I think I got a little problem around here at the snuggery. I think the dogs are conspiring against me. Um, I, I walked into the bedroom the other day and they were both laying on the bed with their heads kind of get together, which looks kind of cute, but they were, it was like they were having a conversation. And, um, I don't know if it's like eat his liver in his sleep or, or something like that. So I've been keeping an, keeping an eye on them and giving them extra treats just in, just in case, either one of you ever have pets conspire against you? Um, no, my my dogs are pretty dopey. You know, I don't expect too much thinking from them. <laughs> um, <laughs> although my dog of uh, 14 years decided in the last six months that she's going to start using the cat litter box to go pee. So <laughs> maybe oh. she's smarter than I think. That sounds cool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, she's conspiring to help me out because then maybe she's not going to pee in the house anymore. I I have a nephew that I taught to use the litter box um, oh just to annoy his mom when he was little. I think he outgrew it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so there's... Uber <there's> pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to get multiple multiple uses, I think, you need for, for that kind of thing if they're going to give him floor space. Uh, Rachel, how about you? I missed what the question was. Um, I'm sorry. Have you do have you ever had any animals conspire against you? No, I don't know. Come I on, think no um, <laughs> I feel. Oh, I have a crazy cow, and for the month of October, I have renamed her the murderous cow because it just sounds cooler, and she scares me. See? But I knew I knew there was a, a crazy cow in there. There wow. is. She is crazy. She's absolutely mad. Um, she jumps fences. Ooh. So, uh, literally, I had like a sheriff at my house at three o'clock in the morning, and he was like, "You see that cow over there?" And I was like, "Yeah, you can go get her. I have to be <laughs> up for work in an hour. I don't know about you, but no, she. So we've been trying to catch her for like two months um, because she jumps the fence. As soon as you get her put away, she jumps the fence. <laughs> um, she's living in the cornfield across. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm cracking up. This this cow wants some privacy. <laughs> is is this cow trying to is is this cow in training to jump over the moon? I don't know. That'd be cool. 
Have you seen uh, any fiddles around? (laughs) I'm telling you, this cow scares me, you guys. So I, this week, um, I went to go put up my birds and it was like a horror movie. I, um, walked back there and I just happened to turn to my left and she's just standing there and you have to like, let me, let me put the setting for you. It's dusk. Okay. So it's, it's like that dark creepy and it's a black cow. And I'm just imagining that she's like death staring me. So I start um, like, it's, it's scary um, because she have a lot of emotion in their eyes. They do. Well, I could not see her eyes, but she charges like she, (laughs) um, Uh, right oh, at the climactic parts we we always lose rachel at a cliffhanger yeah um the cow charges okay let me cow- see if i can figure out what happens next the cow charges and suddenly it charges at her she has to run out of the barn she runs out she has to hop over the fence herself and then she comes inside and she's safe let's see I if think- that's accurate I think the problem is she's walking around with a red cape and always waving it in front of the cow. Mm. Um, Ra- Rachel, no, Rachel is planning on going as a, a matador for Halloween, and so she's she will walking. charge out of fear. <laughs> Internet. Oh. So, so okay. So, are, are you walking around in a matador costume with a red cape? Have you read the book Ferdinand? kids book Ferdinand about the cow maybe maybe the the cow just wants to go sit and smell some flowers Uh, so we're going to talk about tone again we did in a previous episode I could mention the episode number but I didn't look it up Um, but it's in the 1040s probably Um, we'll say 1042 probably it isn't that one though um so i wanted to revisit that i i teased in that episode that i was going to put together a form uh an, a tone observation form um because we thought maybe observing our own tone and observing the tone of coworkers could help us be a little bit more thoughtful about our tone and so i put together a a draft i shared it on the playhaven site some folks over there gave me some feedback i revised it and i sent it to uh rebecca and rachel for for their thoughts and i thought we would we would spend a little bit of time on that but then we've got some other tone talk um because there's look um i've been in the podcasting game for a long time there's there's nothing people listen to podcasts like more. They like true crime, and they like hearing people talk about paperwork. Um, that's what <laughs> I know about. Uh, that's no what I know about podcast listeners. Um, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but uh, uh, basically, this is just a, a one page little form that'll fit on a, onto a clipboard, and um, it, you can put the date on there, the name of the observer and the person doing the observed observing if you're if you're observing yourself you can put your name in both places or you fucking don't need to put your name any place it's just there if you want it um and then there's a a column for the time a column for location as in where you were observing the sandbox the lunchroom the 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 mud pit the nap room the block area whatever there's a column for the situation which might be um carrie and timothy are arguing over a shovel or we're trying to eat lunch or whatever the fuck's going on and then there's a bunch of columns that uh, highlight different tones 
And then there's a couple of four columns that highlight where you can highlight uh, uh, the the voice volume. And the whole the whole idea, I think, is that you can use this and, and just jot this information down as as you observe it so that uh, that at some point you can come back and and reflect on it. And so what I was thinking is, um, is, is using this, just deciding maybe you're going to observe your tone or somebody's tone for a day. And so you set a, you set, you set a timer on your phone for every 30 minutes. And then you try to try to pause in that moment and, and jot down what you're going on. That's just one way you could use it. Um, but there, there are yeah. other ways. So I've been ranting, uh, you guys talk. I mean, I was thinking for myself, um, I have been practicing recording myself more and mm -hmm. watching back the videos. Um, so this could even be something that you do just as a self-reflection, right? Yeah. You can record yourself during the day, look back on it and fill this out for your own self. Um, and like, I know that Rachel's mentioned in the past, like if you have an issue with other people's tones, like how do you, and then maybe your director's not doing this. Um, how do you like, do something? How do you be proactive? And I think that even doing this for yourself um, and modeling that you are paying attention to your own tone um, is a step in the right direction, right? Because it's it, just like we model for the kids, you're modeling for your, your coworkers that like we are practicing teaching and it's important that we we are reflective. So I think that would be a good tool for, for yourself. And if other people are open to observing one another as well. Or, or even like, okay, so say Becky in your classroom is the, uh, the, the, your coworker, you're concerned about her tone, asking Becky to observe your tone. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I yeah. And she's, you're like, Hey, Hey Bex, um, I'm trying Bex, honey. I'm trying to, uh, I'm Bex, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go Rebecca do you go by Bex um a couple people like call me Becca and then they might call me that for short like if we're already talking yeah oh uh, so anyway and you're like hey I, I've been really I'm, I'm trying to be I, I found myself uh using some kind of harsher tones with the kids uh last week and I'm, I'm really trying to to figure out if there's a, a certain time of day or certain situations I'm doing that and in so could you could you kind of observe me over the next couple of days and, and keep track of stuff on here for me um, because that might get her thinking about her own tone, right. maybe. Yeah, right. And the, I, I mean, know. even when I, so like when I set up a video camera or my phone, usually, <laughs> um, sure. to record myself, it's like it, just the act of doing that makes me perform at a like more quality rate. Right. Like, because I know that I'm going to later be watching this. Um, it just keeps you accountable. Um, and so these are just different tools that we can use to hold ourselves accountable. And when you show that you're holding yourself accountable, like you said, it, it almost forces the people around you to at least consider holding themselves accountable, even if it's a fleeting moment. Um, you know, it, it, it plants the seed and it opens that door. It could even open a conversation with that teacher, right? Um, you can yeah. kind of catch their vibe if, if they're open to that and they're like, oh yeah, I would love to do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, that could be the start of a relationship where maybe one day you're able to say, oh, would you like me to do it for you? Um, maybe not the very next day, but maybe a couple of weeks down the road or something like that. Yeah, because clandestinely recording, documenting, observing and recording the tone of a coworker um, might, Don't do that. That, that might create <laughs> some bad blood. 
um i would i would think huh yeah i think for me if i if i like found like a binder in like the classroom and someone had like secret notes about me i would be pissed <laughs> i would not be happy um I, yeah i, I think be... it's the same as like it's the same as like recording somebody on a camera right yeah. like you are watching them with a prerogative in mind and they don't know and that is violating I think if I found a binder that somebody had been keeping notes on me and they didn't have some sort of creepy van, um, I would be flattered. I'd be like, hey, somebody's <laughs> really paying attention to me. I, Oh, um, that, I think that would make me feel good, um, better about myself than I felt in years. Um, Rachel, you are you there and able to talk and have things to say? Oh, I was hoping for this one. Rachel did some research is why we really want to hear from Rachel. Well, you know, we can always come back and do tone talk episode three. We can have a, we'll have a whole tone series. By the yeah. Time I think she, from what I understand, she did some research on like the effects of tone and how it affects, I don't know about like development or just how it maybe affects like the culture of a space or how it affects relationships um, so that would be, that's like another part of it, right? It's like, why do we care about tone? Why does it matter? Um, yeah. You yeah. Know, since, since we recorded last time, I've been trying to pay attention to my tone more often. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. It, it, it turns out that sometimes I sound um, sarcastic uh. and flippant and um um i don't know you want to throw anything else in there uh <laughs> i'm nodding my head because i find myself doing the same thing um i think i get really comfortable even sometimes with children because i said i get like great relationships with them and we get really friendly and then i like catch myself making like maybe a sarcastic comment or something that i'm like like they're four, like they don't get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they may not understand the joke and like, it kind of goes over their head. Um, so like I said, what's the effect? Is it harming them? If I make this joke, probably not. Um, but, but how, what, what choice could I make differently next time? Um, or sometimes like I will use comedy to maybe try to pull a kid out of a really emotional state. Um, if I know that that works for that child, but even if it works for a child, sometimes it doesn't always. And so that can feel kind of shitty too, right? When like you're trying to be funny or make a sarcastic comment or like, I don't know, trying to like use comedy and then it's not received well and it doesn't work out the way that you want it. It can feel like you're being a jerk. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm nodding my head because yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced that as well where I am trying, I, my, my heart is in the right place, but it can seem like I'm being rude. Yeah. 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 And then and, and snarky, snarky. That's mm -hmm. another one I've got. Mm -hmm. um, but then, but then sometimes it's almost, almost completely monotone. So um, very who, dry. whoever I'm talking to it, yeah, doesn't, doesn't have any idea whether I'm being serious or not. And, and frequently I'm, I'm, I'm using these not maybe best tones with 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 my sweetie pie Tasha and it gets me to wondering why she's been around for 37 years I mean <laughs> she's she's either a glutton for punishment or she's able to uh to to be much more she's much more tolerant than uh than 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 most people would be um does that I 
Mm, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think speaking to tolerance, I think that's that's a great point. I have a new student who started at my in my program, and it was his first day. I've met him before, like during orientation, but it was brief. There was other people around, so I didn't. I really didn't know much about him. And he's just turned four. He's got great like verbal language skills. He's like super expressive, nonstop talker kind of guy. And he was talking to me. Um, I had asked him to like pick a spot to eat his lunch because he was like walking around with his food. And and I don't even care if they sit when they're eating. I'm like, you just stay in one place. Um, so pick where you'd like to eat and, and park your body there and, and eat. And I think that it was like the first time because it was his first day. That was the first time I really had to kind of tell him to do something or correct him in any way. And this kid, he goes, you know, I don't like being told what to do. And so I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't tell me what to do. And I was like, well, I was like, well, some, you know, I hear you. I was like, well, sometimes because it's my job to keep you safe, sometimes I will have to tell you what to do. And, and so I'm trying to like have this back and forth with him and I want to hear him, but I also don't want to set the precedent that I'm going to be like, oh, sure, I'll never tell you what to do. Um, so we're, I'm trying to like toe that line very carefully. Um, and so then he ends up saying, you know, I'm just a sensitive kid. I'm just a sensitive kid. You have to talk nice to me. And I was like, so what do you mean? And he's like, instead of saying, no, don't do that. Just say, please don't do that. And so he was able to express to me that he gets triggered when people use a harsh tone with him. Um, and so it's like, he's four years old and he's kind of figuring this out. Now, how much of this is like, has, has been said about him when he's around? Cause like, he's, I'm a sensitive kid. You know, most kids don't say that about themselves, but yeah, I mean, he, he's a kid who he has expressed himself to me. And so he's someone that I might be a little bit more cautious with my tone. Um, because he's expressed that to me. And there's going to be other kids where it's like, you have a moment with them. You might use a harsh tone. And two seconds later, they're like, can I climb on your back? You know, and they're totally uh -huh. like elastic. They don't care. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely like temperament and personality. Like how she been with you for 37 years is because she's gotten used to it. Yeah. She's, she's very, to <laughs> very tolerant, very yeah. tolerant. Um, uh, what an angel. Um, did that sound and I hope that sounded sincere because, and, and sometimes when I'm trying to sound sincere, I sound snarky. Um, but it's yeah, kind of maybe like it's just because Haskell you're like, a, thing. yeah, I think because you're not like serious very often. So it's like when you are, it's like, wait, like, is this, is this really yeah. happening? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And, and then another piece of this is how, I mean, tone is also part of your personality and so to what extent do you police your tone with either at work with kids or out in the world of you know out with civilians um what to what extent do you police your tone to be respectful for to them or or to try to build relationships and and all those really positive things um yeah. without without um without i mean turning into somebody you're not yeah i think it's important to, like i said 
with that kid, like to, to toe that line and, and balance, um, like being authentic, authentically yourself, and also being a multifaceted person, right? Like when I engage with my mother is a different type of engagement than when I engage with children, than I engage with my partner, than when I engage with my peers. Um, you know, you, you have, you do have different parts of yourself that are your authentic self. Um, yeah. and so I think that is valid. Uh, I think it's more like balancing. So if I'm engaging with somebody who maybe has an issue with my tone or is a sensitive kid, um, I don't think it's bad or wrong or harmful to police yourself a little bit. Right. And maybe tweak your tone or try to be respectful of them. Cause that shows that you care. Um, it's just, how far are you going? You know, am I, like I said, I'm not going to tell this kid, Oh, okay. I won't talk to you. I'll never use a a harsh tone or I'll never tell you what to do. It's like, I can't, I can't say that. Uh, so that conversation actually, it lasted a really long time because we were going, and we were kind of talking in circles because I think he wanted me to say like, okay, I won't tell you what to do, but I, I wasn't. And so we, we finally came to that agreement of, um, you know, if I have to tell you what to do, then I'll do my best to use a kind tone with you. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's that middle ground of like, I will do my best to respect you, but also like, I have to stay true to what I'm, what I'm doing and saying, right? Like you can't, you can't lie to kick it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just about every fiber of my being would want to, a four-year-old tells me that they're a sensitive kid. The first thing, my, 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 my gut reaction would be piss off princess. Um, or, <laughs> right? or, or, but, but you can't, you can't say that. Right. Um, and I mean, you just, you just can't. <laughs> so what did, yeah. So you have that's to like filter wrong. in your own head. Cause like in my mind, I, that's not what I had a similar thing. Like, well, sure. Sure. The hell I can like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch me. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. You know, and then I have like all of my like childhood things flooding back. What was told to me. Right. When I was like, cause I was, I'm sure you can imagine. I was, um, I fought against authority a lot as a young person. And so when he said that, it was, it kind of brought me back to being that defiant kid. Um, so yeah, I, I honored what he was saying. Like, I hear that you don't want me to tell you what to do. Like, it sucks to be told what to do. Like I, and then we were like going fantastical, like imagine uh-huh. a world where you didn't, no one could tell you what to do. And we were like talking about that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like your initial reaction is to some oftentimes, um, have you know, when, when you want to have a harsh tone it's like can you like maybe stop yourself or when you want to be sarcastic like just stop yourself a little bit and consider because I I had to because I'm engaging with a child I just met him it's our first day together so I really wanted to lay like a strong foundation so yeah I, I tweaked my energy and my tone a little bit but I stood firm with what I believe in right yeah. and so that felt uncomfortable I think on both ends and even my co-teacher um, she was like, that was uncomfortable for me. Uh, but she, <laughs> so it was, but it, it was a healthy conversation. Um, and I think we, we police the kids tones a lot. And so why can't they ask us to, to use a nicer sure. tone with them? Sure. Hey, those moments, those moments um, are, are, I mean, we talk about taking a breath in those stressful moments. Um, That's a perfect moment for the, in that moment, the the best breath of the, they call it the physiological sigh. And, uh, and, and the physiological sigh is two quick inhales and then a long exhale. It's, Mm. 
and, mm. a, and a good physiological sigh or two before responding in some of those situations um, can can kind of help you maybe choose your tone when you might want to just burst out with 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 something. Although it is probably possible to do the physiological sigh um, sarcastically or 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 with a tone that probably isn't helpful. So I don't know if that's really a good idea. Yeah, or, I th- you know, not. I think it probably is, though, because if it's physiological, then there's not much that you can do mentally to like, like, it's, it's the oxygen and the air going into your lungs and all of that is happening, whether you're trying to be a shit ass about it or not. <laughs> um, And so that's like something that I've tried to work with when I work with kids and we talk about deep breathing and we talk about taking deep breaths. I really try to talk about it when we're all in like a calm executive functioning state of mind sure um because i talk to them about how the air goes into your body and it goes into your lungs and it goes into your blood and it helps your body calm down and so we talk about like why we take deep breaths when we're feeling upset or when we're feeling frustrated and so it you know i'm sure we've all worked with a kid and they're really upset and we're like take a deep breath and they're like no you know like i don't want to take a deep breath they're oftentimes not receptive and you're sitting there thinking like, what is this deep breath crap that they're trying to push on these kids? You know, yeah, yeah. But it, it works when they have the desire to do it. And so it's like building that, that foundation for them to tap into that instead of feeling like the only time I hear about deep breathing is when I'm screaming or when mm-hmm. I'm really upset. Yeah. So I think that the, because it's physiological, it's, it's, it's worth it. When I'm feeling frustrated, I take deep breaths, even if I feel like this isn't going to help. I try to do it anyway. Um, And I try to smile because there's a lot of science about like smiling actually changes like your endorphins in your body and it can calm you down. Um, So when I'm feeling frustrated, I like I smile (laughs) and I take that gasping like breath because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do both things. And that also is really relieving for the kids in your care. Because they might, they can tell when you're feeling frustrated or, you know, irritated sure. about something. So when they look at your face and they're like, okay, this person's feeling frustrated, but like, like, I'm going to like brush it off. They can see that like, okay, you know, we're, we're good here. Um, so yeah, there's, there's value in the breath, even if you that, don't. That's why I, that's why I never smile. I'm sure I'm, I'm saving my endorphins for, for when I really <laughs> need them. That's why I'm walking around with, uh, 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 our, our, um, um, our, RFB or, or RBF. RBF. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it, how you take that, because if I did, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take a breath. I'm, I'm about ready to go off on somebody and I do the, <laughs> And I squeeze between between my eyes, squeeze my my the ridge of my nose between my eyes for a couple seconds, and then respond. That's not going to be helpful. That's not no. going to be helpful because because if if you take if you take that, that breath as sarcastically as you're trying not to respond, it doesn't do any good yeah. for anybody. Because you're, um, you're you're it's almost a performance, right? Yeah, you're like performing. Yeah, exactly. like, I'm so exasperated by <laughs> what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go back to that form. I know you had some thoughts because, yeah. okay. So, so the columns I've got on tone, I just came up with, I don't know how many there are there. There's a dozen or so words that you can, you can X off that you might be observing. And I've, I've chained them. I changed them. One of the things I changed is I added a couple of blank columns so people could add their own. That was uh, a listener. Debbie I don't suggested have that, that. I thought that was a great idea. Um, so let's go through these and see if there are things I should edit here. So neutral. 
neutral tone. That's probably one we want there, right? Yeah, that makes sense to me because it's it's the way that we're talking to each other right now. Yeah. And Matter encouraging. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Supportive. Some some of them can be like supporting and encouraged supportive and encouraging for me are the same. Okay. You know, because you're encouraging, yeah. you're supporting, you're you're lifting up. So, well, I, I just marked supportive in, in, in red, uh, nurturing, nurturing. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think that's more like supportive and encouraging. I feel like is in a moment where a child needs help mm -hmm. and nurturing. I feel like you're going to use that tone more when a child needs like care, you know? Yeah. There's a little bit but, of a but, fine line there, but I feel like that's more of a caring, those caring moments, intimate. How, moments. About, how about a warm tone? That's like a kind of all inclusive, right? Like you can have a warm tone reading a book. You can have a warm tone telling a story. You could have a warm tone like inviting kids to come have a snack. So yeah, I think that's good to have on its own because it doesn't even always have to be like a big moment. You can just be warm and have warm energy and use it. Yeah. So how about sympathetic? See, I, you have a different, you, I think you sent me a different draft because the next one I have is, is harsh. Sympathetic. Oh, well. that's, yeah. <laughs> the sympathetic. That's, uh, I feel like that's good. It, I don't know. Does it need its own? Let me see. Neutral, encouraging, supportive, nurturing. nurturing. I feel like it could go on its own. I feel like it also could be coupled with nurturing, right? Because when you're nurturing, like you are showing sympathy, you are like showing that you care about the other person's experience okay um, but but yeah okay. i guess it just depends on the situation okay next one i've got is harsh harsh, harsh. tone that's yeah something we that, might notice that's definitely something you'll notice and i think it it maybe depending on the person someone might be like well that wasn't harsh but some that's going to be one that people are going to disagree on but yeah i mean it's yeah valid. because all all of these are are kind of kind of subjective huh mm-hmm all of these words, right? Adjectives are kind of like your your yeah. perception. You, you, so so critical is the next one I've got. Yeah, I think that's different than harsh because when you're similar to like encouraging and supportive versus nurturing, harsh and then critical, it's like you're criticizing maybe an action or you're maybe shaming a child if you're using a really critical tone. Yeah, um, and see critical, mm, critical, critical critical and critique and criticizing like it gets a bad rap i mean that can be done positively yeah. um yeah, but yeah it could I mean, be. you can you can be harsh and supportive at the same time can't i mean so you I, the way i see this is and you wouldn't be just marking one you might be mo marking multiples just because there's yeah. so much nuance next one i've got is frustrated is that a tone or is it a feeling <laughs> Um, I, you know, I've, I've spoken to people when I've, I, I think frustration is something that can come across in your tone, isn't it? If yeah. A, a I guess child, I'm trying to you're, think like, you're how would I describe a, that? You're, you're waiting for a two-year-old, a two-year-old has been putting on their shoes for 45 minutes. Oh yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> and you're, you're trying to get to the grocery store before it closes. Yeah. Oh, Tiffany. yeah. I guess that might similar to, it could probably go a lot with like impatient or other ones. Right. Because um, well, yeah, if I'm impatient the and then the, now I'm feeling frustrated because I'm impatient or I'm feeling, you know, just tired. So I'm frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So impatient is one. Yeah. 
impatient. That, that, that makes what, sense. Angry. Yeah. Yeah, I guess harsh and angry could be different. Yeah, I think I think angry is a I has think more emotion behind a, it. It's uh it's an an increased mm-hmm. harshness. Is it almost like you've lost control a little bit, like more than yeah. harsh. Harsh Mocking. is like you're about to lose control, and then like angry yeah. is like you've lost it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. went over the edge. Yeah. Mocking. Ooh, I'm guilty of that sometimes. I sometimes I try to do it in um like a sarcastic comical way and it doesn't go sure. over well and then you're like "Ooh, i just made fun of this child you know you're like oh yeah, god yeah yeah um and then and then the last one i've got is detached like almost like uh you yeah, just don't care yeah yeah you're just kind of done with it apathetic yeah which it, i think is i've caught myself doing that because i'm so busy and i'm talking to so many kids at once and then some kids tell the, it's like i'm hearing the fifth story you know and then i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. you know because i'm doing and i'm like oh wait maybe i should actually respond to this child because i'm <laughs> you know sometimes you just catch yourself like robotically answering and i think that's yeah. when you can oh, get yeah. kind of apathetic because you're just like yeah great great story kid <laughs> and so my my goal there is to have a a representative selection of the range of tones caregivers might use with kids what holes what holes do you see that i should fill yeah i think the only two things that i noticed um are i feel like there's a difference between like a harsh tone and just like being firm and so for example um we were having like a birthday celebration for one of our kiddos and only the birthday kid gets a birthday crown right it's like one of those special things um that sometimes might be hard for kids to get when it's the first couple birthdays that come around but they then they get their birthday crown on their birthday so um one of the kids was really upset she really wanted a birthday crown she kept trying to go get one out of the where she knew they were and twice I asked her I was like you know, I didn't, I didn't even ask her because I expected her to do it. Um, and I was like, you can sit here or you can, I, there was some other activities she could go do. Um, cause we were doing the little birthday celebration or there was like a sensory bin if they didn't want to be there. And so I was like, you can do this, you can do that. And she ignored me. And so I went closer to her. I was like, you can do this or you can do that. And with that, just kind of neutral tone. Right. But then she went to put her hand in the box one more time to grab a a crown which I mean I'm at forest school I can't like lock things away some things are just there and I, she went to grab it and I looked at her and I was like go sit down and she went and she went and she sat down um <laughs> and I, I I felt like I reflected on that moment a lot throughout the day and I I, I feel good about it now because I don't talk to the kids like that very often and it was really effective you know I was giving That's her these options she wasn't choosing and I think she needed in that moment, this confirmation of like, okay, I'm not going to get a crown. <laughs> like, this isn't going to happen for me. And sometimes that like, oh, do this or do that. or You know, it, it can be too much for a kid. Sometimes they just need that clear answer. And I think that if we can give it when they need it and in those clear ways with that tone, it's actually beneficial. Sure, um, like so, yeah, firm think- and neutral or firm and warm. 
yeah um, like maybe it would just be positive. mixing the two mixing a couple of them because yeah i, I think depending depending on the person i mean some person might have seen that as harsh and someone might have seen that as supportive right because i'm supporting her in that moment where she couldn't figure out what to do with herself yeah um, yeah no that's and, a great she addition went, she went and sat down with me and she did the celebration and it was her best friend it's her best friend's birthday at the end of this little celebration that we did, we had her like walk around the circle and sung her a song. Um, she, her friend, the birthday girl gave her a crown. She gave her her crown. And so that was like a full circle moment where it was like, had I just given her a crown, it would have ruined everybody else's birthdays for the rest of the year, you know, cause now everybody just gets a crown on anybody's birthday. Um, and so everybody got what they needed right like I was able to keep that birthday tradition special um they were able to figure it out within themselves because the birthday girl it's like she's like that's my best friend like I feel bad I want to give her a crown I don't care about this crown as much as she does um yeah. and so she she was able to give it up and so yeah I think that that moment even though it may have not always it, they don't always feel good in the moment um when you look back on it sometimes life doesn't always feel good yeah, you and know, if, things if that's aren't always if, kosher. If, if firm, if firm is a tone you you reserve for when it's really needed, it's it's very effective. Um, yeah. it's kind of like with, with with I mean, I used to call it the dad voice or the mom voice, right? And uh, and and that can be that can be real useful. Um, that's a great addition. I will I'll make room for that in there. I also want to let listeners know that uh, we're we're not uh, we're uh, Rachel um, logged off about twenty minutes ago because her internet she gave up on her internet. She had a bad connection, and um, it's not we're we're not ignoring her. Um, and and um, we're gonna wrap this up in a couple minutes and probably come back with another tone episode because I had a couple things on my list that we didn't get to, and I know I know Rachel had some thoughts, so we'll probably come back with a third yeah tone episode what was your mm -hmm. other what was your other word that i should oh yeah here? so like you have like i think on the one that i have you have sarcastic and mocking i think you changed it to just mocking yeah just have one there i think that having um a comical tone where it's like it's a welcomed comical tone right like sure. sometimes like we're just being super silly and i'm just goofing off and i'm just you know and i think that that is um a tone that we can add in as well and I think it's good to differentiate between when you're being comical and when it's re well received and when you're being sarcastic or mocking, good, um, because sometimes idea. those can be, tr those can be tricky to, to d discern. And it depends on the kid. Like there are some kids I can be super sarcastic with because they vibe like that. Right. Sure. And there's other kids where they're like, like, I don't, I don't like that. You know, and they look at you like, please don't make that joke with me. Um, so, yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a great addition. I hadn't thought about that. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to make some more edits to this and then I will, I'll put it out in the play evolution HQ site. And I mean, it'll be there in PDF form if anybody, anybody wants it, but you know, if this is something you're thinking about having a tool to, mm -hmm. to help you kind of, kind of record things, um, may, may be useful for some people. And, um, yeah, and I think it could be useful for neurodivergent teachers and, People that, you know, with, with social interactions might struggle. Um, this could be something that, that would be useful for that because I, I have a, one of my teachers has autism. And so that's something I'm working with him on is just social interactions and building those relationships and authentically being him, but him being able to just build on those little skills or notice those things, um, use his tone and, and be more, more intentional with it. Sure. Cause I, I mean, yeah. I imagine a program where, 
you know, this just becomes part of staff development where right. where where some court sort of review of of classroom tone is done on all classroom staff once or twice a year just mm-hmm. as part of staff development and 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 self reflection um uh and and look it takes some time and 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 pausing to document things is always always troublesome but if you and so that's why i put the form together because if you've got the document and you've got it on a clipboard and the pen is right there on on mm-hmm. the top of the shelf um having all those materials right there makes it possible to document things um a lot easier than than having to jot down two or three sentences in yeah. a notebook with this you just yeah. you just kind of make a couple a couple hash marks here and there and you're and yeah you're or like i go. said if you're so, able to record right because then you yeah. can really look back on it and you can pause and you can write down everything that you think or everything that might have happened, which might be hard to do when you're in the moment. Um, so if you're able to do any, even if it's a few minutes at a time, record yourself here and there, have your one of your other staff members record you. Um, obviously check with like your director and stuff because everyone everyone has different rules about recording and things like that. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. could be a really fantastic tool. So we'll wrap this up. A couple of the other things about tone we wanted to get into is is um, tone online because that can be really hard when you're emailing and texting that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, and, it's so hard with then, parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then tone expectations because a lot of times we have higher expectations for for the tones kids use with us than the tones we we use with kids. I think, and so that I think those both. Uh, both deserve some some discussion. Any thoughts yeah. before we wrap this up, Rebecca? You know, I am excited to to see where this tone observation form goes. And and yeah, I think uh, my my final thoughts are keep reflecting, keep thinking, and be open to to different ways to reflect. There's so many different ways that we can do it. And we'll wrap it up there. Hey, listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast um, that cares about your tone. And, and I'm not being at all sarcastic or sarcastic or snarky about that. Um, this is Jeff trying to sound sincere. I was um, wondering, honestly, I was like trying to pick up on it so okay now i'm like logging what your sincere tone sounds like and maybe i'll be able to pick up on it more in the future uh, but see that was me pretending to be sincere um <laughs> i guess this is probably <laughs> this is hey listeners this is the real sincere jeff uh re- I really we appreciate you listening um uh I, I think everybody that's involved in this show enjoys doing it and we enjoy you listening and thanks you thanks thanks for your time stay thanks for sticking us in your ear holes have a good day and um be safe out there bye bye This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.